Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, the 23rd of July, and this the year 2021. And on this Castle Report, I will be talking about the arrival of a new crisis, which I believe is headed our way and which I believe is inevitable for us. People are starting to resist the restrictions of the COVID response because they can see that the restrictions are not based on science, and in many cases, they are anti-science. Crisis after crisis will therefore be necessary to keep the people terrified, in line, and obedient. The Castle family enjoyed its family reunion last weekend, which was held at a beautiful mountaintop setting in East Tennessee. I'm not sure how many were there, but we had food for 50 and it was mostly gone. We had a good time together, catching up on each other's lives and remembering those no longer with us. The family daughter remains safe in the city of Angels with a new mask mandate in place. Speaking of mask mandates, those are probably the most resisted of the responses to the COVID virus. The people in authority, those who slavishly follow their dictates, can no longer point to mask and tell us to follow the science. Most people know that now. Some people wear them when requested just to prevent a disturbance, but some resist wearing them, which occasionally results in violence. A retail store can refuse to admit you or tell you to leave, but trouble happens. Most often when the one refusing the mask is in a closed environment where he can't just leave, such as an airplane in flight, over and over, reports of disturbances aboard airplanes in flight are being reported to the extent that they are now commonplace. More than 100 such disturbances occurred in the last week alone, the airlines report. The airlines are reacting by becoming more draconian, not less. The point is that the most obvious uniform of the virus is being refused by a great many people. That is an indication that going back into crisis lockdown mode will also be resisted. The vaccines were supposed to solve the problem of future worry about the virus, but so far they have not lived up to expectations. Many remain suspicious of taking experimental, barely even tested drugs into their bodies by injection. The wise elite seem very concerned about those who have refused the shots and appear determined to give us their drug whether we want it or not. The last figures I saw was about 67% of Americans in total have been vaccinated, but only about 48% of black Americans. When asked the question, would you refuse the vaccine under any circumstances, 29% of those identifying as Republicans said yes, but only 6% of Democrats. I suppose the vaccine are a political statement as well as a medical one. Those figures are unacceptable to Dr. Fauci who now says we must reconsider vaccine mandates. I suppose that means take the drug or you will be reduced to the status of a non-person. President Biden has reportedly started his proposed door-to-door visits to intimidate reluctant people into taking this drug into their bodies. I predict the intimidation will get worse and worse as resistance continues to grow. The intensity of the demands from government are making me more suspicious, not less. I suspect I'm not the only one. I admit that much of what I'm saying today is just my own opinion, although it's based on the best research I can conduct. But one thing is very clear to me. If you do not want the vaccine, you take it because of intimidation, coercion, or whatever you call it. You are no longer a free person. 
Furthermore, not only are you unfree, you are owned by someone or something. Your body itself, your very body is no longer yours to decide how you will live in the future. Efforts to coerce people into accepting the drug make me very suspicious because it does not make sense absent some sinister motive. I am apparently not the only one to sense a sinister motive because even a few Democrats seem reluctant. It's easy to see why people might be suspicious of one just keeps his eyes open. A few days ago, a game between the Yankees and the Red Sox scheduled for Yankee Stadium was canceled because three fully vaccinated and therefore fully immune Yankee players had the virus that they were supposedly immune to when the 51 Texas Democrats fled the state to protest the uh, actions of the governor in the state. They, pr they left by flying without masks to a party-like atmosphere in Washington. A fairly large number, although fully vaccinated, got the virus. People noticed that. They did not follow the rules they were set for us little people, like masks, social distancing, etc. Those apply to us, not to them. Those gross acts of hypocrisy are not lost on people. They contribute to an attitude of resistance. That attitude of resistance is why I think a new crisis is inevitable. The elite must consolidate their gains so they will not allow what has been accomplished in the COVID crisis to be wasted. What has been accomplished? What's been accomplished with all this? Well, let me just list a few things which the elite have accomplished to benefit them. Nobody, number one, nobody. That we, the people elected, is in charge in Washington. Everybody knows it. That is all part of maintaining unaccountable power among your class. The rules do not apply to you. You are, you are accountable to no one. Number two, anarchist mobs burn our cities while peaceful protesters are held in prison without bail, but the arsonists go free. Number three, the Department of Justice. Federally and much more so on the all-important state level is bought and paid for by a Hungarian billionaire named George Soros, the Soros District Attorney's selectively enforce the law against normal people, but not the chosen ones. Four, the third world is pouring unimpeded across our southern border. It is estimated that at least one million will cross this year, which is the equivalent of one new major American city every single year. President Biden or his puppet masters are using the U.S. military to transport the illegals and distribute them around the country. This is all completely illegal. It's treasonous, an impeachable offense, but that would be in the old America. The wave of illegals is quickly adding to the destruction of the middle class by displacing them everywhere, but especially in the job market. Violent crime, number five, violent crime sweeping across the nation with murder at never-before-seen levels and simple crimes like shoplifting, basically no longer even illegal. This is a complete disrespect for the law and result. It is a breakdown in order. The savings of the bottom 90% of Americans are being wiped out by inflation so that 10% at the top can prosper. The asset class benefit from inflation as assets increase in value. I'm talking about the acres of timberland, steel mills, thousands of acres of farmland, not so much the average American home. Those kinds of assets, the bottom 90% have their wages destroyed. By inflation, inflation at the food line, the gas line, the lumber mills, building materials, all those things, the 90% own. Most importantly for ordinary people, their kids are being taught that white people are evil. 
Kids come home, tell their parents how evil the geniuses who founded this country were and how good, benevolent, smart are the people who run it today. Parents will fight for their kids more than for themselves. There is something primitive about a mother's love for her children. It is akin to the prime directive, which is perpetuate the human race. Said in biblical terms, be fruitful and multiply. When you start telling kids to hate each other and to hate themselves, you're going to meet resistance. There is an uproar across the country. Many states have enacted anti-critical race theory laws. The ruling elite know that in order to destroy Western civilization, the children must be taught to hate it and to hate the religion upon which it is based. And as people catch on, they resist. Orwell taught us that the future is certain, but the past can be altered at will, so we alter the past to fit our present desires. There are many other reasons for resistance, but I do not have time to talk about all of them today. The resistance will require another crisis to make sure the gains are consolidated. A once-free people continue their road to authoritarianism, to serfdom. There will be another crisis, and if we continue to resist as many as it takes to accomplish the elite's agenda, whatever fraud they choose to propagate against us will serve to prevent us from having a normal, peaceful life without lockdowns, economic upheaval, and civil unrest. What then will be the nature of the new crisis du jour? My guess is a medical crisis similar to one we are now in the tail of, but worse perhaps a gradual worsening of various strains of the virus due to all those who refuse the vaccines, of course. There is evidence now from reputable scientists that the vaccines may actually be causing the mutations into different strains. It could be a completely new virus, of course, like monkeypox. A few days ago, a man returning from Nigeria flew through the Atlanta airport on his way to Dallas. He had monkeypox. Now 200 people in 27 states are on the watch list for that disease. I read where a veterinarian in China contracted some type of monkey bee virus. The first time in history, they said, that virus has jumped the species barrier. A good possibility is also a cyber crisis, whereby some person or nation hacks into the American power grid or some other vitally important utility, such as fuel supplies. You can probably think of many nightmare scenarios that a couple of months without power would cause. The immigration crisis is already ongoing, although the ones who perpetuate it refuse to call it a crisis or even acknowledge it. There are many other possibilities, like violent crime, riots, social unrest spreading across the country, disruptions in the supply chain causing shortages, contributing to inflation due to the huge amounts of money out there without accompanying production. Whether I'm right or wrong about a new crisis coming our way, long-term damage to our nation and our way of life have already happened. Because we've destroyed legal institutions, customs, traditions all for some type of short-term gain. These systems took centuries to build and just a few short years to destroy our governing class. Has broken free of the Constitution are no longer bound by its provisions. In conclusion, I don't pretend to have a crystal ball to see the future, but I can clearly read the signs of what has passed and what appears to be coming. To understand the situation as it presents itself now, it helps to understand what government really is, even our government. Richard Mayberry puts it like this, quote, political power is a legalized privilege of using brute force on persons who have not harmed anyone, end quote. 
The privilege sets governments, i.e. politicians, apart from the rest of us, the true nature of government. Raw political power was understood by the founders of this country. But over the centuries, that knowledge has been virtually lost. Most people now look at government as a protector, as a savior. Finally, folks, there's a growing rebellion against the deep state and the swamp. Who will the military and the police support? Will they support the Constitution, to which they took an oath to support, or will they simply obey those who give orders? I'm talking about the trigger pullers, people who live in the mud and the blood, not the politicians disguised as military officers, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Joining the woke world gives us some insight and a good example, but whoever the holders of brute force support will be the next government. At least that's the way I see it. Until next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.